Cycling, Stars Hollow, Singing, French, English, Business Ownership. I'm chatting with Gilmore Gar Girl star Yannick Tuesdale next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives, breaking into. If you're out <sighs> oh, I love a song. Song with great meaning, too. Great. It's great, it's great meaning. Oh, I love it. Welcome to another edition of Breaking Into here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm your host, of course, as always, James Lott Jr. I'm so glad you guys are here today. I'm trying not to fan out too hard, trying to hold it together. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great episode. Um, you can follow us on the Breaking Into page on Facebook, and you can follow me everywhere on the interwebs at James Lott Jr. Just that simple. So my guest today, I mean, he, he does so many different things, but... You guys know him mainly because his busted show is coming back to Netflix. So excited. He played Michelle on Gilmore Girls for like the thousand years it was on. It was so good. And he also started a business in his home in Montreal called Spin Energy. We're going to talk about both of those things and more. I'm talking to Yannick Tuesdale. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. See? The oh, studio audience. class. My God. Wow. The, the studio audience. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so happy you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um... Okay, first of all, did I hear a, a, a thing that, did you learn English while you were in Canada or did you learn it here? No, I learned English uh, when I was in New York. Oh, in New York, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. I went to uh, Lee Strasberg for like a, a oh, year wow. and I stayed in New York and lived in New York and that's really where my wow. English, where I improved. I mean, I had to do scenes in front of the class and explain the goals of my character and yeah. all that stuff and it was so painful oh. and basic. <laughs> I really had bad, bad, bad um, basic English. Right? Yes. Now, I mean, because English is a hard language to learn, isn't it? It's not, actually. But French. Is French is a really hard uh, language. But now, no. Now that I know both language very well, uh, languages, I English is very straightforward. Okay. French has a lot of exceptions. And mm. they kind of make no sense. You just have to know why. Okay. Or you just have to know them. Yeah. So it's a tough language to learn. It is. Because yeah. I always, always figure, because I, I know Spanish, so I always feel like, I feel like, Spanish and in fact they have like more big rules that you kind of follow. English two words can mean the same thing, and like in a different way it's spelled. I don't know. I wonder. Hmm. I wonder. But it's very interesting. You found yeah. you found it. Uh, you found it a little easier to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I grew up speaking French, so I didn't have to go. But I had a lot of friends that have tried to learn French. Yes, sir. And I can see how difficult it is. And when they ask me questions, it kind of makes me see like, oh my god. It's true. It's kind of hard to know the answer. Yeah. I yeah. just know because I was raised with it. Yeah. You know? Do you ever dream in English? Or do you dream in oh French? Oh, my God. That's a very tough question. I don't even know which language I speak. I probably dream in English <laughs> at times, for sure. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I live in English here. Yeah, you live in LA. So, yeah. But it's funny. when I Whenever I go... To Puerto Rico, I go to any Spanish-speaking country, and I'm there for a length of time. Yeah. And have to, you have to use my Spanish. Yeah. I'll come home, and I will completely speak. I mean, I'll dream in Spanish. In Spanish. But was Spanish your first language no, or second. English? Or your second? Yeah. But your parents talked to you in English or in Spanish? I, I had family who talked to me as both. Okay. And I grew up in L.A. where it was, like, it was very bilingual here, too. Okay. So it's so, really both, the, both languages are yeah. really in yes. you. Yes. Okay. And, what, and what's funny is that was something that was really interesting because... I my friends told me when they go to other countries sometimes they have to you have to really immerse yourself in yeah. the language. You, you're already thinking that way. Then. Yeah, I think I think languages is the greatest gift that you can give to a child. Yes, I have a friend who just uh, uh, he's 70 years old, just had a two year old so, daughter. What? Yeah, 
And he and he, they're French Canadian, a very famous producer, by okay, the way, a okay, film producer. Okay. And he, he's French Canadian, and his daughter, guess which language she speaks? French Canadian. Can, can, uh, Cantonese. How do you say that in English? Oh, Cantonese. Chinese. Yeah. Right, so Cantonese. Okay. Because he thought that she should learn, and he hired a nanny, a Chinese nanny. Wow. And I think it's brilliant. She, her first words were in Chinese. Wow. And I have a friend who speaks nine languages, and I am sure yeah. you who speak two. Yeah. Don't you agree that when you speak a different language, when you speak Spanish, mm -hmm. it's a different side of your personality and your brain? Yes. Imagine if you spoke nine languages. Oh the openness that it gives you. Yeah. I think it's the greatest gift that you can yeah. give to a child. Well, is it also, like in Europe especially, yeah. in other countries, I mean, it's almost it's almost standard, you know, two or three at least. Yes. Yeah, I, I think, and, and when you travel in Europe, don't you find an openness mm -hmm. into people? Mm -hmm. I think it's linked. I yeah. think it's linked because you cannot understand a culture if you don't speak the language. Exactly. So um, I didn't understand American culture until I spoke English really well. Then you find the rhythm, the way of communicating, the slang, which is very yes. revealing of a culture. Yes. I All agree. of that stuff you cannot yeah. get if you don't speak the language. I agree. Yeah. It's funny, when I when I went to Dominican Republic, and they have they have um, Puta Plana, Puta Cana, which are the resorts. Yeah. I chose not to go there. I chose Smart. to go to actually Santo Domingo. Yeah. Capital City, a state in the colonial district, guys with rifles are outside, did the whole thing. Yeah. Had a beautiful time. And in the guidebooks they can say, oh well they speak English and don't worry and blah blah. They didn't. They don't. Yeah. I mean, at the Marriott, I stayed at. I spoke some English. But that was, I mean, yeah. that was literally about it. I mean, they, and their English was broken. I mean, it yeah. was like enough to say, hi, sir, you're room 25. I mean, right. like, that was it. Yeah. So I was forced while I was there to really speak it. And you're right. You, I understood the food better. Yeah. I understood the culture. I saw a couple of plays. I mean, everything, yeah. I mean, everything was just much, just like, broader, yet more intimate because I knew the language. Yeah. it's. I find it interesting when I go to a place. I mean, if you go to, I have to say, if you go to Spain... If you go to Italy, mm -hmm. they don't speak English. Right. And they don't want to speak English. Oh, yeah. Try to order in English in Italy. Go to Rome and try to order in English. He'll answer to you in Italian. Okay. And basically what he'll say is try to figure it out because you're in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be eaten. You won't yeah. be eaten otherwise. But seriously, yeah. and it's kind yeah. of like I kind of get it. And it's yeah. kind of charming at the same yeah. time. But it's uh, they're missing out. Yeah. Because if you don't open your brain and yourself to other cultures and trying to reach out the same way you as a tourist, mm -hmm. you're trying to use some of their words yeah. And, yeah. and obviously not yeah. doing a good job at it. But if you meet somewhere in the middle, something happens. I agree. Something magic. Agree. Uh, if someone is completely blocked into going towards you, mm -hmm. um, there's no energy communication. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, well, communication is key to everything, right. obviously. And, that's, and anything that makes the world go around. Being present is to everything, yeah. too, in acting and life. That's why social media and cell phones, I was so reluctant and, towards it for a very long time because you're not present. No. That's the downside of it. We're all connected but we're not present. Isn't that funny? We're, we are connected on some level, but it's not the same connection. Well, it's not a pre it's not a connection in the moment, and all you have is the moment. Right. So I'm sorry if you're not if you're with some friends that you haven't seen in a while, and you're checking your phone every three minutes. You're not with me. Right. You're with everyone else that is texting you of what's happening in their lives. It's kind of crazy to me. It is. But whatever. That's Let's... what it is. <laughs> no, I get it. No, my friends are no, my friends are amazed because I put my phone down. Yeah. And I'll be like in having dinner with them. Yeah. 
Like I'm having dinner. I don't check my phone during yeah. dinner. I'm yeah. sorry. Unless I'm waiting for something, yeah. obviously. And if I do, I'll preface it first saying, okay, right. guys, I have a call coming. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't you know. have manners. Good. Yes, I do. Thanks Good. to my parents. <laughs> or my grandparents. One of the two. One of the two. I, had grand, I had a grandmother who was very, um, very southern Louisiana. Yeah. You know, plastic on the couches. And yeah. it was in order. <laughs> like, make some good gumbo and etouffee. It was like, it was all the bomb. And, um, but I, I kind of learned, she taught us kind of how to carry ourselves, especially yeah. out there in the in the world. Because she was like, how people, the first, you can't make a first impression twice, right? Yeah. Just it's like funny, that. though, that generation, because I was raised by my grandparents also okay. for half of my childhood. And be talking about being in a present moment. They kept plastic on their couches, right? Mm -hmm. My grandmother, she wanted this doll that was an art piece that we got for her that was very expensive. Where was the doll? In the box. <laughs> because she didn't want the, the, to yes, get damaged. I understand that, yes. But I kept saying to her, you wanted the doll, and if you don't see the doll, it's in the box. What's the point of getting you the doll? Put yes. it on the bed, it'll get damaged, but uh, you'll enjoy the doll. Yes, like, oh, my God. They I, are from that generation. That's really crazy. It's crazy. They So the couch looked ugly. Beautiful couch underneath. Yes. But you had the plastic because, oh God, God forbid, the couch needed to stay beautiful. I know. For when? For I, what? For you? And I'm like, oh, they, there's couch cleaners. There's things you can do to clean couches. Everything I happens. know. It's I know. so bizarre. But it's touching and funny, yeah. and it's a gener different generation. It's a generation that's gone. I mean, it, yeah. there's some parts, you know, I feel like not like an old person. Back in the day. Um, <laughs> I know. I literally I feel like I'm 95. Exactly. That's really, like, that's how I feel inside. You yes, want to exactly. know how I feel inside? I'm 95, people. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but there's some parts of that that I, that I do kind of miss today yeah. because... There's a certain class that they brought to the table and strength. Yeah. And, and there's something there that, you know, nowadays you don't see it as much anymore. I mean, it's kind of, right. it's there in places, but yeah. the kids today have no idea. They have no idea. No, no clue. They have no clue at all. Different time. Different time. That's okay. So, okay, so you're from Montreal. Really? Who told you I, that? Some, somebody told me. I don't know from your voice. I don't know. Somebody told me. Somebody out there. I am. I am. And the so secret I, is out. The secret is, the secret is out. And yeah. so, what happened? Here's a question I have for you. What of Montreal have you always carried with you throughout your life outside of Montreal? Oh, uh, my God. That's a, a profound question, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, you know, French Canadians are very much people, compared to the French people. Okay. French people, it all happens here. Bump. Ooh, okay. They're very cerebral. Mm, that makes sense, yes. Okay. They'll talk about things with every angle and references, and they're very cultured and have usually very good education. French Canadians are more from the heart, mm. like Italians. Okay. Very yeah. quickly, if we meet you and even we don't know you at a party, at a dinner, whatever, we'll reveal ourselves very quickly. Oh, funny. Okay. Which makes people say, like, oh, you're so real. Oh, I'm funny. not real. No. I'm just sharing who I am. I'm just sharing yeah. how I feel. Yeah. We're not, uh, yes, we'll small talk, obviously, yeah. but I'll go to personal stuff very quickly, naturally. Yeah. Uh, we're just like from the, so that part is really within me. Oh, wow. Um, this okay. is who I, com this is how I communicate. Yeah. It's how I am. Um, so less from the head, more, more from the heart. And how to bring that to Los Angeles? Yeah. How does that work for you? <laughs> well, it was. It took me. Well, I'll tell you. It took me um, eight years uh, to get used to living here. Wow. Eight I years. was I was miserable during Gilmore Girls. Uh, that city made me so depressed. Wow. Because I had just moved here the year the prior year, mm -hmm. but I was under contract, so there was no going yeah. back. Yeah. Right. Right. I didn't really have a group of friends. It took me a long time to have a, a group. I, I knew I had friends on the yeah. show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But everyone was busy. We're shooting. So 
in Montreal, you literally could be four o'clock in the afternoon. You just went to the grocery and you bought a roast beef and you're cooking something and you're calling a friend at 5.30 and uh, 45 minutes, you'll have six people over and they'll bring wine and yeah. you'll have dinner. It's completely spur of the moment, yeah. very spontaneous. Okay. You cannot do that here. I'm yeah. sorry. You well, need to take an appointment for a dinner and like weeks ahead of time. And most likely the day before or the day of, they're rescheduled. Yes. Right? So true. welcome to Los Angeles. I was just so crushed by that. I was like, where is everybody? Yes. And in Montreal from point A to B, you meet, it's like New York. Yeah. You meet a friend. You run into a producer. Yeah, you run into You chat at the corner. What are you doing? I was going to see a movie. Oh, can I go? I haven't seen it. Yeah. And then you have a whole afternoon that wasn't planned that is fun and all of that in LA from A to B you're in your car and all you have is your phone or the radio yeah that's true. Um, there's no running into a friend or there's yeah. no so all of that felt very lonely for me for a while yeah. and to the point where I would go back to Montreal only on the weekends oh wow that yeah. flight every time that flight every time Ooh, I did right. that flight so many times <laughs> I can fly the plane I don't know oh, how to get God. there I don't, yeah. I don't have a flight pattern I can get there myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fine. Um, so it took a while um, but I, I would say that any city anywhere in the world if you have a good group of friends then you have a sense of feeling at home Yeah. and now I have that group of friends oh, uh, but it took me a long time and so now I love it Yeah. but it yeah. took me a while yeah. to love it yeah, everything you're saying is so true. <laughs> oh my God, it, it is. I mean, because you know, you know, in this in this city, and I mean, the city. I'm using a general version yeah. of it. It's like it's very much. Um, I did this, and I do this, and I'm doing this right now. And I'm yeah. doing this right now, and the whole city is kind of like that. And, I, and in some ways, I like that kind of yeah. buzz because everybody's kind of doing their hustle. Everybody's like doing something. But there's times I want to turn it off. Yeah. I want to turn it off. Yeah. I just want to giggle and have it like we were talking before the show. Yeah. I want to talk silly or talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I, want, yeah. I want to do something yeah. completely not in the business. Yeah. I'm not trying to sell you what I'm doing. Right. Just like hang out and drink wine and hang out. Yeah, and everyone, it's a city where everyone is chasing something, mm-hmm. right? In Montreal, no one cares what you do or how much money you have <laughs> or what you drive. Right. Even like if you have a Porsche in Montreal, people are like, what? Because <laughs> why do you have a Porsche? It's so pretentious. Yeah. Like it's really. Um, the appearances of things don't matter. Mm. If you're interesting, yeah. that matters. Which is how it should be. Yeah. That's exactly how it should but be. But here, if you're interesting, it uh, doesn't go a long way. No. If you don't have the right car, if you don't live in the right house, if you don't... All this, I know. All this I know. crap. I forgot, because I, I, le- I left here for about 22 years, and I came yeah. back. And I forgot about the whole car thing. Yeah, the car. The car's a thing here. It is. It's like, the car's a thing. And I've had some fancy cars, and now I don't have a fancy car. I just, it's just my way of saying, like, you know what? I'm old enough. I don't need a fa- If you don't like yeah. me because I don't have yeah. a fancy car, maybe you shouldn't be in my life. <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe you shouldn't be my friend. Maybe yes. I shouldn't date you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think it's one of the basic things we're getting older. Yeah. We care less. Yeah, we care less. Yeah. Yes. About yeah. stuff like that. We, yeah. care about, we care more about other things, but less about that. We stuff. care about the essence of things. Yes, exactly. That's I like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to talk about Gilmore Girls, folks, of course, and do all that. But first, we'll talk about your business. Yes. Because after Gilmore Girls, you had decided to start a business, which is like, I have my own business. It's not easy to do. Yeah, well, you're, the order of things didn't happen the way you just oh, did? described okay, it. Okay, so please no. so please tell me. Now, after Gilmore Girls, I did Canadian shows. And they did for those? Yes. yes. And uh, three years ago, I was here for pilot season. I was going to go back to Montreal to do another Canadian show and I've, I've used to be a jogger I can, I can no longer because I'm old and my knees are <laughs> fucked up um, so I uh, discovered spinning here yes. which I was doing at spinning studios but I realized very quickly that Montreal didn't have spinning studios which I thought really? right exactly yeah. 
that's insane. It's a big yeah. city. How yeah. come we don't? So that thought went into, well, someone should do it. Well, someone will do it. Well, I should do it. And then I became really excited. I was home, <laughs> and I'm a very passionate person. Yes. And I just thought this was something I should do, someone should do. I was leaving for Montreal a couple of weeks later. I couldn't wait to be home. And then I went on my bike because in Montreal I don't have a car. I ride my bike. And I just saw a space for rent, which I thought should be in the area where someone okay. should open a spin studio near the McGill uh, University. Um, and then I just uh, went in and s signed a lease for 10 years wow. and decided I was going to figure it out. And five months later, the studio was open. So... All that to say that the studio I opened, not to be smart, not to have a business, not because I'm a businessman, not because yes. I had a big plan, yeah. just because I wanted to work out. Wow. While I was shooting my series and I didn't have a place to work yeah. out. Yeah. I just it's it's silly. But that but truly smart. But, but that smart. but I don't know, but I wasn't being smart. I didn't realize how much work it is. That's a lot of work. I try to open a business, it's eighteen hours a day. The first yeah. two years I worked like a dog. Oh, yeah. I had oh, never yeah. really worked like that before. <laughs> I mean being on set, they put yeah. makeup, you learn lines, you're being funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's yeah, not right. real work. Right. But like right. working eighteen hours, having employees with all kinds of personalities yes. and characters, yes. having to manage that. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, talk about learn learning yeah. curve. Um but it was, listen, it changed my life yeah. because in a sense, it's a life experience that I never had before. Um, it's very gratifying. I've had people coming to the studio, a lady, Nicole, who was 50, in her 50s, two kids. She had had a heart attack and the doctor finally gave her the go to start exercising. She was overweight. And she said, do you think this would be good? And I said, listen, just make sure that your doctor, you know, yes. I didn't want anything to happen to her. No, right. And she has lost 110 pounds. Wow. She's a different person. She's so healthy. Wow. And it's so gratifying because yeah. it's like giving health to people. Because what we do, what I do at the studio and what I'm trying to do that it did for me here is that you give them a weight of exercising that is so much fun that they cannot find an excuse not to do it. Right. And I've succeeded in doing that, I think, clearly. The, the journalist, there was a journalist that came to the studio to interview me when I opened it. And he was in a depression. His, his boyfriend had just broken up with him, and he was overweight. And I was so passionate about it that at 1 a.m. he bought a series of 20 classes. And by 8 a.m. he sent me an email, and he said, I made a mistake last night. I bought classes at 1. I don't want to go. This is not for me. I'm overweight. Mm -hmm. I should be in shape. And I said, listen, I don't need your money. Just go try a class. And if you do feel the same way after yeah. a class, I'll give you. I'll reimburse yeah. you. And he comes six times a week. He lost wow. 80 pounds. Wow. Yeah. You're freaking so, changed. Yeah. I, so I love uh, bringing positive changes uh, yeah. in someone's life. As an actor, you do it by making them laugh, by making them realize it, by making them bond with their daughters. Right. Like, right. You know, Gilmore Girls, yeah. a lot of moms and daughters yeah. yeah. watch the show together and all that good stuff. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to find other ways yeah. to affect and touch people. And I by accident, <laughs> found this way. I honestly... You, see, I say you're smart because they always say if you see a niche that's not being filled, yeah. fill it. You said you, yeah. see, you said you said someone should do this. Someone will do this. Why not me? Yeah. But I've had that thought before for other things. Okay. And I didn't do it. 
I think the timing, I don't know what happened, honestly. I, ju- I think the timing of that thought mm-hmm. was just planted <laughs> in my brain at the right time yeah. for me to put on all the energies that it required to make this happen yeah. and to make it grow because it's not because you're open that this, this is it. This is just the beginning of the work, right? Yeah. Um, but somehow I've realized that I do know how to manage people. I do know how to um, communicate an idea and my passion. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, um, and I also know marketing. Ooh, I know yes. it through, through uh, as an actor. So it's much easier to do marketing when it's not you, when it's a product or a service that you believe in because you don't sound cocky selling it. It's something that it's outside of you mm-hmm. that has impacted you. So you're only sharing your experience. You're not selling anything. Mm-hmm. I don't sell anything no, when right. I talk about, you know, right. I'm not interested in selling. I'm sharing what it does for me, how much I like it. Mm-hmm. And if some if it triggers someone's curiosity and then they come, then I'm like, oh, great. Well, I always feel that, I said this before to some other people, I always feel that actors are sort of entrepreneurs themselves. Yeah. In a sense that, you are the brand. You yeah, are. You are the, the brand. The, you're the product. But that's tough. I've always it's had tough. an issue with that. Yeah, but, but, but I think it's well, how it is today. It is today, especially now. Yeah, yeah, especially now. My God, how many Instagram followers do you have? How many I Twitter know. followers do you have? I mean, like people are getting auditions based on. I hear that. Is that true? It is. It is. It's happening more and more now. And nowadays, I don't know how you've been, but the audition. I used to be an actor for a minute. I just yeah. see things. Um, but the, now they're doing a lot of to tape auditions. Oh, that I do all the Getting time. Getting less, the that less I do than, all the time. They're going into actually the room and yeah. like feeling the energy off the room. I mean, I like and and don't like it because yeah. when you're in a room, you never know what they have in their head with yes. that part. Yes. So until you're in the room, sometimes you walk in the room and then you're like, oh shit, okay, I that's not at all how I saw this thing. And then you turn around and because I'm trained, I can make the quick adjustments yeah. and suddenly give them a different performance. Yeah, yeah. But. But often with the they're so on a schedule, they don't have much time, and often they won't give you any adjustment. Yeah. If you didn't hit it right away, right. you're out the door and you're right. not the right guy, which is so not true. Right. Had you given me a couple of notes, I could have been that guy. But also there's a lot of like physicality. If you're not physically, uh, that's yeah. not how I vision that. Yeah. But the, the so that part is good to be in the room, but also what is good about not being in the room is that you can play with it. Yeah. And kind of like analyze and be like, okay, no, it doesn't come out how I thought it would. This, and then you play with it and then you can give more of like a polished perform- mm-hmm. performance. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they'd like to think that this is just your first draft. Yeah. So if it's too polished, then they're like, yes, uh, yeah. no, but that, that, yeah, it's so complicated. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, get Why it, we uh, choose business? Why yeah, we choose it? I don't know. I'm, menta- I'm mentally ill. That is why. I'm mentally ill. Which works for your performances. Yeah. Um, now, we go, we go, we, okay, so back to the business itself. So when you first, the, the idea germinated and you're like feeling and stuff, I mean, like what was like your first step? Just looking for that place. To, like, looking for that it. place. And when you saw it, that was you like, and that's that. That was it. Ten-year lease, got it. We're yeah, in. that's it. And that's then, it. And then uh, finding architects, uh, yeah. even though I have very strong visual taste okay. and all of that. And then, um, and then finding instructors, which yeah, was sure. the toughest thing. Were there people in, in Montreal then who could do it? No, not yeah, really. Right. Not really. I had to find a team with per- the personalities that I was looking for, okay. and I brought them to New York. Oh, okay. And okay. we went a couple of times to New York, and they learned the the upper body 
a soul cycle like a type of thing where you're yes. on the, cycling on the beat of the music which is like dancing mm-hmm. so it's 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 bringing together a lot of things that I love mm-hmm. not only I love exercise but I love dancing yeah. I love music yes yes um, and because we cycle kind of like in the dark um, you're feel like you're in a bar or in a rave or oh, like an event. So like all yes. of that combined makes it really exciting. But finding teachers was very tough. Wow. Finding, yeah. What is the one thing that you learned about yourself during this whole process? <laughs> I have no patience. Oh, okay. I have no patience. Patience okay. is, I want things now. Interesting. But it makes me, it gives me the drive I have mm-hmm. because I... I'm very precise. My vision is always very clear. And I understand, I, I, and I have very little tolerance for people that have no talent in what they do. I always feel mm-hmm. like if you're not happy at what you do and you're right. not good, just do something I else. Agree. Get I the agree. hell out yes. and let someone else <laughs> good. Yes. And ha- that's going to, you know what I mean? Yes. And once, once you, when you open a business, you have to deal with so many people at so many levels, yes. like the finance oh, aspect yeah. of it, the, the, the architects, the, the website, the, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And you deal with all kinds of people that I've never dealt with yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. I've dealt people in the entertainment industry, which is a good pool of yeah, people. Kind of yeah. Uh, but um, so yeah. But I I I usually do things four or five times faster than anyone else. I end up doing a lot of things because they're not doing it fast enough for me. I don't have any patience. Well, that's a, that's how'd you work through that? How'd you work through that then? You well, you work through it by by pushing on people. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, everyone that I know that are business. Uh, people that have opened a lot of businesses all said that what I did in four months is unheard of. You said fine. No, they don't. Crazy. They don't understand how I opened this thing <laughs> built from scratch, a space oh where they didn't God. even have a bathroom. Oh my god! I have two locker rooms, a spin studio, oh like the whole thing. This sounds like, so, but but it only because I didn't have much time. I didn't want to spend a year on it because I was shooting. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that was the thing, and and also because I'm very result oriented. If I'm gonna try something new, like I'm doing Pilates now, I'm the type of person who's gonna go to Pilates three times or four times a week just so that I get the handle of it okay. and that I kind of get good really quickly, so that it encourages me to pursue it. Yeah. If I'm gonna do bodybuilding, I'm gonna go and eat protein and be crazy mm-hmm. so that I see results quickly. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm on the right track. Yeah. It's yeah. like a weird mentality with yeah. me. So it was a little bit of the same with my company. I did a lot of things very, very quickly early on just to make me feel like, oh, okay, I'm not going to be here a year and a half. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I had set my deadline for the fall because I knew that fall in Montreal it gets cold oh, okay. and people want to go inside to work out. And so it was all, uh, it was all, yeah, I knew that the timing would have been good in the fall so that's why wow that's yeah. have you ever fired anybody yet I fired so many people <laughs> oh my god that's a because hard thing that, yeah. I, know, like, I don't know I'm okay with that <laughs> <laughs> it's like firing I mean, because if I, if I fire people I usually have very very good reason yeah, yeah. and I do it in a very kind way yeah, yeah. it just didn't work out yeah. or it doesn't work out for whatever yeah. reason and it's very clear I explain why and yeah. there's no you know yeah. um, but I I made mistakes at first hiring the wrong people the wrong yeah. type of personalities yeah. and all that stuff yeah. so that I kind of learn by doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's some things you only can learn while you're in it. Yes. While you're yes. In it. Now, folks, 
for us to be able to have these shows for you guys and bring them to you, we have sponsors. And we have one sponsor called DraftKings. And it's whether you're a golf big fan or just ready to start some kind of fantasy sport, I think because football isn't here yet, or should I say American football. Mm. I mean, with the Canadian here. Uh, actually, you guys have football in Canada too, don't we you? We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football, yeah, football, yeah. Football, yeah. So right now we have a thing called, you can play, it's called One Week Fantasy Golf for Free. It's every week at DraftKings.com. Just pick six golfers before a tournament tees off. Stay under the salary cap, and you rack up points for streaks per hole, performance, tournament finishes, and more. Now, the great thing is you can actually win some money. That's the whole thing. So you outscore the competition. That's really good. So DraftKings brings you excitement of golf, and, it, and it's this thing where they have, like, monster drives and, and putt things. It's, it's, just, it's just all this great stuff on there. And what you do is you go to DraftKings, and it's even more than just golf, whether it's fancy golf. You can choose from a variety of sports that um, showcase your winning skills. And they have baseball, soccer, and even mixed martial arts. I know, know you can actually do fancy stuff on that one. So lots of sports fans are on there already, so you want to join them. And this is what they say, this is not fantasy as usual. They say this is DraftKings. So fantasy golf contests begin when tournaments tee off. So hurry, go to DraftKings.com, choose your golfers, and be sure to get ready and use the promo code BLACK. Just like Black Hollywood Live, that first word, BLACK, B-L-A. See, almost said BLAK. BLAC, <laughs> can't even spell black. Come on, come on, folks. And you use the promo code black to play for free. So that's great. So that's DraftKings.com, promo code black. Go there now. Something good. So it's not one of our little sponsors we have to do. And uh, now I want to talk about Gilmore Girls. Yes. I mean, I, 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 you know, I have to. But I think it's very impressive you started a business. I think it's very impressive. Mm, it's not, not everybody can do that. Right. And having a business, it's very, it's, I mean, it's, it's day-to-day, it's all the time. That's right. I mean, it, it literally is. <laughs> That's right. And you're having two careers. You're holding down two careers. Yeah, I have two careers. Oh, my God. This is crazy. So now, did you even think, I mean, it had been talked about over the years, people had thought about it, I mean, that Gilmore Girls would come back in some form. I mean, I definitely knew it was a possibility. It's been like nine years, right? Yeah, it's been eight years, eight and years. we've for literally for eight years every year. There's like a rumor, yes. like a, there'll be a movie and this yes. and that. <laughs> yes. Um. So, uh, it, it 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 did not surprise me, it, especially I would say after the ATX uh, festival oh, last yeah. summer in Texas, the response was so <laughs> intense that I walked away thinking. They have to do something yeah. about it. Yeah. Like it's, it's just too too alive still, mm-hmm. too relevant still, mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. still. Um, that it kind of made no sense if it if nothing would have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Like Veronica Mars when it came back and yeah. said, certain shows are coming back. And yeah. like, the response is so big. Yeah. It's like, well, some form it has to come back. I think so. Right. Yeah. Are you are you glad it's just actually uh, four movies and not a series or Oh, your, what are your I don't on think that? it. Well, I don't think it could have been possible. The yeah. series, right? Yeah. Because too many people are busy elsewhere, yeah. and so I think the format helped getting everyone yeah. back. Yeah. Um, so I think the format is actually perfect in that way. Um, it was an unusual format at first, so I wasn't sure. Uh, but then when I read the scripts, it kind of all made sense, and it also gives more time to uh, go a little deeper with some of the storylines yeah. and some of the characters. So yeah. it's kind of now, folks. If you don't know this, let's come back to Netflix and like the song, the theme song. It's Winter, Spring, Summer, Fall. The titles of the of the movie. I think it's very smart. Yeah, and the Paladinos. Yes. 
I mean, about they're back. About, oh my god, it's about amazing <laughs> writing. Oh my god, I'll yeah. say this out loud. The last season, I was like, "Where are my Paladinos?" I'm sorry. I know. I will say it out loud. I don't I care. I know. I know. I mean, I mean, the first. I mean, the, uh, the their, their writing is so good. It's so good, but to the to the defense of the writers that were there in the last season, do it. Do it it yes. is no, but actually, I've never said that. But it's it's true. It is very hard to mimic someone else's voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, writing good writing comes from the heart. So you're asking writers to write coming from a place where they're trying to imitate someone else's heart. Ooh, that's a good problem. It's wow. kind of yeah. like not possible. You can't do that. So it's kind of like bind to, to fail. You're going to yeah. fail at yeah. it. You're going to maybe try to get close to it. There's some elements. Then there's some elements mm-hmm. that are there that are maybe easier to reciprocate. Yeah. But... Uh, it's 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 kind of like a tough um, yeah. a tough job. That's a great way of putting it out, actually. Yeah. yeah, you can't really replicate somebody's heart. No, you just can't. You just can't. You can't. You can have a you can have a similar yeah sensibility. Yeah, you can have a similar sensibility. But yeah, um, yeah. so we're thrilled that they're back. Yeah. In that. Do you like Michelle? I love Michelle. I love Michelle because in in some ways we're similar. Okay. He's very, very his dry humor and his sarcasm is very uh, very much like myself. Yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> I like. <laughs> you look alike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like that he speaks his mind. That he has no filter. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, and uh, I know a couple of people like that, and I just feel like those people die, die very old, because they don't hold. They don't keep anything inside. <laughs> It's all coming out, and and it might not be easy sometimes to deal with what's coming out, but at least it's coming yeah. out, oh, and yeah. you're dealing right. with the truth. Yeah, he's not a phony. No, he's, no, he's a th- not a phony. no, and I like that. Yeah, he's authentic. Yeah, and I like that. Um, and you know he has a lot of juicy lines. He's uh, because he's so specific. And he has an opinion. I I don't like people that don't have opinions. Yeah, yeah. he has an opinion on everything. Yes, um, you were shady before shade was invented. <laughs> before the word shade was invented, it was like Michelle was shady all the time. I did that in. Like, yeah. more line. You always had a great line. It was yeah. like, yeah, there's yeah. some shade being thrown. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's a great character. I love Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and you and Lauren Graham, just have to say. I mean, yeah. we had so many great scenes over the years together. So many great scenes. And She's so, great. She's so I mean, funny. She's so funny, and there's no one else that has that. I, don't, I can't even describe it. I do, I'm doing it physically. Yeah. There's like there's like a wing. She she wings. You know she's like yeah. she's, she's there's something snappy yeah. in the way she can deliver certain things and and yet so much heart. Yes. And and she's just very lovable. That wow. character and yeah. the actress, the combination of the yeah. two. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotten so iconic. People are like, "I'm the Lorelai, you're the Rory." I mean, it's right. gotten it's gotten that, it's gotten that iconic. Right. How did Gilmore Girls come into your orbit? Um, audition, auditioning. Okay. I uh, had been here for ten months in LA, and I couldn't find a an agent, so I hadn't auditioned oh, wow. for anything yet. Oh, wow! Uh, but had a, a lunch with a friend who was going on. It was not a. She was afraid it was going to be a date, and she oh, didn't want to go on a date with this person who was an assistant. So she's like, "Would you come with me?" And I was like, "What if it's a date?" Yeah, I'm like, "He's going to be so mad that I'm there." So the whole lunch, I was trying to be funny oh, and funny. light, so that you know he wouldn't be like, "Damn, can he just not leave?" And as a result, 
he became later on an agent and remembered me because I was like oh the funny God. guy at his date, maybe, See? perhaps. Yeah. Um, and he called me out of nowhere and he said, did you find an agent? Because he knew I was looking for an agent. I think I called him at some point. And I said, well, yeah, I'm about to sign with this woman in the Valley. It was a tiny, tiny, tiny yeah. agency. And he said, well, I saw a breakdown for a part and I thought of you. He's like, I took you to appointment. Would you like to go? And it was Gilmore Girls. Oh, wow. Um, so it was my first audition uh, after being here for 10 months. Yeah. See, it, you know, you bring up a really good point that I was talking about making that first impression. Yeah. You never know, especially in this town, yeah. who will remember you. So you, yeah. should never, you should never take anything for granted. Like you said, being you, being yourself. Be yourself. Be but that's the problem, yeah. though, in this town. Yeah. People are aware of that. Yeah. And I feel like people often are too much all the time yeah. on. That's true. Relax. That's true. We're just having dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to sell me anything. I don't, I'm not selling anything. So that aspect of yeah. like going to a party and network, yeah. I find it so yeah. despicable. Yeah. That's not, go to a party, get drunk, have fun. Yeah. And perhaps you'll meet someone because you'll make right. him laugh or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there'll be a true, real connection. If yeah. you're going to network, you're not yourself. You're trying to say, you're a salesman. Trying to sell something. Yeah. Um, I don't think it works. I just think no. that, that that philosophy or that way of thinking in this town is very twisted and really far from reality. Because we are, you know, all of us are one of thousands of people yeah. who are in this industry. Yeah. We're so a dime a dozen. The only thing that differentiates differentiate, how do you differentiate? Dif- differentiate. Differentiate. You. That's a hard uh, word for a French person. Yeah. You from any other people is you, mm-hmm. who you are. Truly, yeah. without hiding, yeah, that will that will set you apart, yeah. And when you can do that in a performance, oh yeah, then your performance is very unique because you've yeah. shared, yeah, who you are, yeah. through this character, mm-hmm. and that's usually when people connect with your character, yeah. Because you were nominated for some Canadian awards for some other shows you've done, yeah. Um, and so, do you feel like when you were nominated, so was it like you you knew that was a really good role you did? And you yes, there's certain. I mean, you're always surprised to be nominated yes. for anything because I'm always surprised. Like, oh, people have seen it. It's <laughs> like, oh, really? You've noticed? Um, but I, I, the times that I got nominated for things were times that I felt very good about the work okay. that I had done, okay. that I had found a strong connection with the material in that character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was always a time where I had a lot of fun doing okay. it. Okay. And usually when you have fun, it means that you're connecting. Yeah. Because if you're not connecting, it's usually not that fun. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, it's hard. It's hard to lie in front of the camera. I think you can. Well, you can. You but, can, but, but like, people will see it. People see it though. People see. It. They. they, they <laughs> yeah. I think they do. I mean, people yeah. will say even when I host and stuff. People, people, all the people are hosting. Like, yeah, they're not. They don't seem excited. Or they don't seem into it. Yeah. Or like it's like when they're trying to grit their way through it. Yeah. People, things. I mean, it picks up a lot of stuff. I think. It's true. That's like you gotta be careful. Um, is there a scene or a storyline for Michelle that you really, really are just like just really enjoyed? I mean, any time that something happened to him, you know, because usually he was commenting on things that were happening to other people. But when it happened to him, it was more rewarding for me as the actor. So, you know, there's an episode where he went to L.A. and he came back and he went to The Price is Right and he got (laughs) veneers and Botox and he was so excited. He went to a coffee bean and he heard people talking with his accent. And he, you know, or there was a time where he, uh, uh, Melissa's baby, Melissa, I think her, Suki had a baby 
and he uh, babysat for yes. one night, and he was trying to put the baby to sleep, and he rolled the baby under the bed, and he called Lorelai in a panic, yes. and the baby was stuck under the bed. Uh, there was an episode where my dog died, and I was planning I a funeral. That. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know, any episode where he had, but there's a, <laughs> my sense of humor sometimes is a little absurd. I like it. And, um... There's an episode, which I don't even know if people remember that episode. I don't remember what was happening in the episode, but I just remember that we had a, a horse in the inn. And Lorelai... Sounds familiar. Yeah, and Lorelai comes comes in, and there's a horse, and she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and I'm completely denying that there's a horse. And she's like, there's a horse in the, in the living room. And I was like, yes, there's a horse in the living room. What's, like, <laughs> the whole subtext is, what's your issue? What's your issue? What's the problem? There's a horse. Yes. Then what? Yeah. So I thought that was so yeah. funny that yes. he denied the absurdity of having a horse inside. That sounds weird. Really, I said this yeah. sounds familiar. That's yeah. so funny. You, got, you, got, you guys got to play kind of like the straight man to her, like this comedy routine of like, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on? Like, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. There's nothing going on. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. There's a horse. What? That's right. So yeah. And so, you know, that was a, that was, for an actor, that was a nice long run you had, wasn't yeah. it? That's the longest uh, run I've ever had, yeah. doesn't really happen that often. No, no. I mean, Lauren got kind of, like, lucky because she did Parenthood I, for, I, I isn't know. that for, like, six seasons? Yeah, yeah. That's rare, back that to rare. back. That is rare. That is yeah. kind of rare. But just in this industry, because, I mean, aren't actors nomadic by nature, do you think, or? What does that mean? Like, they uh, are next role, now you, you always want oh. different, you want to play different roles, you move yeah. around. Yeah, you do. But as you're getting older, you also want to have the security and the stability, and you're like, oh, I could write this. I mean, I, I read, Jared came on set, um, um, but I think it was announced, so I'm not ruining it. Yeah, no, they, 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 so, they did a whole okay. article. So, so, yeah, Jared, right. so Jared came on set, and yeah. he, and so we were ta- talking, and I said, oh my God, how long have you been doing oh, yeah, Supernatural? Supernatural, yeah. and he, I think it's 12 or 13 yeah. years. Yeah. And I said, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, are you, like, he's like, oh, no, we love it. I said, I'll do it as long as they want me to do. And I was like, wow, that's, yeah, you know. Yeah. But he has a family. Right. He's getting, I mean, he's still super young. But what yeah. I mean is there's there's something nice to it, mm-hmm. but, but it's true that there's something nice to be playing a different part all the time. Um, we definitely don't pick a acting career to, for the stability of it say, and yeah. to do always the same thing. I think that's not really appealing. So I, I can see both of the appeal. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's a good answer. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying because most, I mean, a lot of actors are like, well, I'm here to play, you know, Shakespeare and this and that. And right. Like, but then you get a series yeah. that goes on for a year. I mean, yeah. what do you do about that? Like, you... And especially because that doesn't come along often. No. I think if you have one, then you do, that's like, you do it. Yeah. And then you have it. Oh, okay. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. And I think you do three. Some people get to get, they get all I mean, of, some people get from one show to another, right? I was laughing about um, Courtney Thorne Smith. Yeah. With somebody who was in a show called Day by Day years ago and at Melrose Place, mm-hmm. according to Jim, Ally McBeal. Like, she just Some keeps, people, yeah, some people. I mean, it's yeah. like, really, yeah. Helen Lockler was another one. She yeah. was doing so many different. Rob love her. He's a love her. Yes, Marissa. I love her, <laughs> I love her too. Uh, but like, she's completely, I mean, some people, like, they just, they keep in the land. Yeah. Roblo also. Roblo. He's always on a show, right? And looks good. Yeah. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, some people. I that's not my career. I've never yes. had a career like that. I've I've always worked 
Um, but I've never been like yeah. from one show to another and like yeah. But no, that's still successful because as we know, as I said, acting you could not work for five or six years. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's and true. then get they get a job all of a sudden. I mean, that's it's like true. you don't. Some people don't realize how tough it really, oh how God. unstable it really is. It, it it is really you have to be some somewhat mentally deranged or something. <laughs> something is wrong with you. Seriously, to to to, to do that job. Yeah. It is so atro- it's so hard at times and it, the 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 rejection rejection aspect mm-hmm. of it um, that's why so many people yeah. just drop 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 right. off the industry and just yeah. start doing something else Now how's it been for you drop with out. the accent the accent. Well, the accent comes and goes. It depends when I'm tired, if I've talked for... I mean, I can do... I played an FBI agent last okay. year in a series, so I can definitely do the American accent. Okay. If it, but if it's... Contr- like, if I have a script and I'm... If in, if in, my, in my life, I'm not focusing on not having an accent. Okay. So sometimes I think it, it's there, sometimes it's not. It's mm-hmm. kind of like this weird thing. Certain words also oh, yeah. are hard to pronounce. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but I don't. I don't. But know. when you go back home, I'm sure it's like thick as, as thieves. When you go back, your accents like really come out when you're back. Well, home. when I go back home, I speak, speak French. French. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah which I just know that anything in this industry, you you want to you want to make it, of course. And yeah. a lot of things sometimes are against us. Just natural things that are like accents or height or yeah. you know or color, obviously color. Yeah, you know or hair or whatever. Yeah. It's like so. Always one. I was wondering for you with the accent, how it's been with you getting jobs. I mean, at first, I think I had a harder time controlling it. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, but I worked with this fantastic coach okay. uh, in New York, a uh, dialect coach called oh, Sam Schwa, who okay. uh, coached De Niro and, and everybody, actually. Uh, he no longer is, unfortunately. But he is he was a fantastic coach. So um, he helped me a lot to get rid of the, the, the toughest part of a French accent, which is doing THs and all that. Yeah. We, ju- we just don't have it in, in the French language. Yeah. So for us to do a the... Uh, that's why uh, French people they do z z z. It's more like a z, because they don't have we don't have that sound. Yeah, it's a very specific sound. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Edward Herman. Any, oh, any words yeah. on the late Edward Herman? Yeah. I mean, just loved him. I mean, he was truly someone special. A great actor, yeah. number one, but just a, personally as a person, just like a great guy yeah. who was very curious of others mm. uh, very 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 smart oh, wow. like you could talk about anything wow. and he'll be like yes and by the way did you know and then he'll add to and it could be literally how <laughs> like uh, the, a type of material was invented or yeah. anything random yeah. he'll somehow end up knowing about it and be able to have that conversation with you so that fascinates me yeah, by yeah, the way yeah, 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 yeah. and there's always like there's always like an elegance to him and his type of personality yeah. and yet he could be so funny and vulgar just to make you laugh and kind of break that veneer that yeah. was naturally there yeah, um, yeah I it was a, a, a quite a shock for me and I was really really sad that I didn't no, before so that I didn't get to call and tell him um, how much I loved him and what a great guy he was and great guy to work with and all that. But, you know, such is life. You Was uh, his presence felt on the movies? Oh, very much so. You'll yes, see. Sir. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. See. He's, he's addressed in a, oh, yes, in, okay. in, a, in a huge way. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, everyone loved him. Yeah. Everyone loved He was adored, so, oh, wow. yeah. 
And it looks like everybody, like literally everybody's coming back. Yeah, I literally. Side characters, everybody, yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah, coming yeah. back. Everybody, everybody's there. It's a big party. So I asked my uh, guests the same two questions. Yes. And I don't prepare anybody beforehand. He doesn't know what the questions are. Okay. It's the same ones. Okay. So I believe language, we talked about language earlier, um, can propel us forward or hold us back. It's a, you know, language is a big thing for me. Yeah. So what word do you think we should say more of or put back into our vocabulary? A word that we should say more of. Uh, well, it's more like a kindness. Okay. Kindness and uh, thoughtfulness. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. No one said that one. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, I like that thoughtfulness. Yeah, I would say that. We both of those we need. I always say people should be nice, nice should be the norm. Yeah, yeah, should nice be. should be the norms. People get, we get cut up. We got cut up. The, the, the life we live, uh, most people, we're so much always in a hurry. And we're all chasing things that we want, which is normal, yeah, which is yeah. human nature. But we get busy chasing and doing our things that the vision becomes narrower and narrower and narrower. And then that vision, it doesn't include the community you're in and the people. No. So... You brush off people without taking the time of being like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Right. Hi. Right. Or holding a door yes. or walking out at my gym. It drives me crazy. I go to the sauna and people will walk out and leave the door open or take uh. their time to walk out. And you're like, really? We're 10 people in there. Yeah. And the reason why we're here is because it's hot. Yes. And you're walking out denying that we're all there uh. to relax. So. Yes. Thoughtfulness and kindness to me are really like uh, changes uh, would change people's lives and people would have a little more of it. I like that. Yeah. And what word do you think we should take out of or not say anymore? Not say. Yeah, like, like take it out of our vocabulary. Like, don't say it. Um. Wow, there's so many, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, judgment, you know, mm. uh, nastiness. Um, uh, racism, um, uh, yeah, I'm That's just thinking of, thinking of the presidential campaign <laughs> yes. and certain candidates and things, uh, yes. that, things that I hear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nasty, yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Judgment, we should take, you should take that out anyway. So yeah. Take it out. Yeah. Take it out. Yeah, take it out. There's no place in our lives. Yeah, that's true. Not really. No. no. Yeah. Thank you so much. This oh, has been a welcome. pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. This has been a pleasure. Oh, my God. I don't like this. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, now, tell folks in that camera where they can find you on social media if they want to say hi to you. Yes. Uh, well, I am uh, much more uh, at ease <laughs> and love much more Instagram. So I would say that to find me on Instagram, that's uh, Yannick Trisil on Instagram. And I'm on Twitter as well. And I'm finding slowly my voice on Twitter under my name as well. So uh, both places I'll say hi at some point. Not every day, but at some point. <laughs> I'll give news. <laughs> and if you go to Montreal, go to Spin Energy. That's this yes. place. There's also a Facebook page yes. for you, too. I, I, I liked it. So yes, I'm on thank there. you. If I go, I just, can I just go in? Do yes. I just, I just go of in? course. Yeah, the first class is free. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, know, I know the owner. There you go. The owner. That's right. <laughs> Montreal. And also, you can yeah, please follow him. And the Gilmore Girls is coming back at some point. I know yes. they're filming. You guys are filming. So. Yes. And sing it. Uh, try yes, to find Sing, sing it. it on YouTube, YouTube new Red. series. YouTube Red, yes. uh, the new series that I'm doing that is a lot of fun. And he did an interview with uh, my girl, Sam Davidson, for 
um, uh, uh, Afterbus TV. So look at that interview also too. That was today also. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, she's good. So I was really happy. Thank you for watching yes. us again for Black Hollywood Lives Breaking Into. I'm your host James Lodge Jr. Follow me at James Lodge Jr. everywhere and the Breaking Into page. And I'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening. To From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire VHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i am the official voice of black hollywood live Scipio, instagram at king bay thanks for tuning in the views expressed here are those of the whole song and do not necessarily reflect the views of bhl or its owners or principals